So w- what's the deal with Rand Paul's hair? Is that is that a perm or is that is he have really curly hair? It looks kind of like uh, like the top of a Cabbage Patch doll. I think it, he may be uh, not only a member but the president of the hair club. Oh. Or garbage pail kid. <laughs> Bird nest. Yeah, but uh, but if he Jerry curled it up, it would be cool. If it was a little bit shinier, what would what would Jay tell me? What would uh, Rand Paul's garbage pail kid card be called? What would his his name be there? Uh, I'm trying to run through things that rhyme with Rand. That would be. I was the thinking easiest. maybe maybe uh, Randy Rand. Oh, you know what somebody said in the chat? Uh, this is Vin Stone Cowboy. This is Bland Paul. Bland Paul. <laughs> the bland leading the bland, like the blind leading the blind, or the blind leading the bland. There yeah, that's go. it. The blind leading the bland. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. The, the image would be his face melting halfway down one side, just bored to tears. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't. Th- you know, well, I'd count him out right now, but actually, uh, Rand Paul has got something that quite a few of the other candidates don't have, which he has a core support base, mm-hmm. which, he, which 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 um, I'm sorry, Marco Rubio doesn't have outside of the Cuban population in, uh, in uh, Florida and uh, maybe some of the eastern seaboard, you know, in a few pockets here and there. He doesn't have it. Rampol has it. Some guys have it. Some guys don't. Trump has it now. Uh, but uh, Trump's, Trump's uh, slogan... Is he sticks to his slogan? He's he knows marketing, and he's just going to pound it. He's just going to bully and pound and beat his way through the bush, and and there the media is going to continue to pound him. You don't and, think he's really running, though, do you? Do you really think he's going to run? Okay, okay. So I think he's I think he's really running um, for two reasons. Okay, he's seventy two, right? Seventy three. 72, 73. So he's no spring chicken. At that age, you got to be serious about it, right? It's not like he's being put up to do it, okay? So he is running. Whether he knows what he's doing or not, that's another question, okay? But if you look at, is this, this is how this could play out, okay? So right now, who the, who the two leaders in the New Hampshire poll, which just came out last night, uh, the leaders are Donald Trump, on the Republican side and on the Democrat side is guess who? It's not Hillary Clinton. No, it's Bernie Sanders. 44 to 37 edges Hillary. So what does this say as an early indicator that both of both Trump and Sanders have basically done, they, they've tapped into the Ron Paul effect, which is that they're the only sort of outsiders, the outliers, okay? So we saw the same thing with the Ron Paul campaign, the outliers. So who was the outlier in the Democratic uh, primary uh, in 2008? Guess who the outlier was? It was Barack Obama. Okay, so he ended up winning. Hillary was not the outlier. Hillary was the favorite, okay? Obama was the outlier, the anti-establishment candidate. He was the non-insider he was elected because he hadn't served the full term, okay, and for other reasons, including the fact that he's black. Okay, so they just thought, God, if anyone's anti-establishment, it's this Obama guy. And that's basically how he built his campaign up. So you've got Trump and Sanders, two outsiders seemingly, although Sanders isn't. But So, so what does this tell you? It tells you that overwhelmingly the, they, they've tapped into the populist vein 
in the United States, and the court of public opinion says, we want an outsider. We're sick of all these uh, dyed-in-the-wool, born-into-politics Bushes, Clintons, and whatnot, and all the other uh, charlatans and hucksters in the GOP primary uh, debate there. They want an outsider. So, so this happens quite often, okay? And normally what happens is, at least on one of these sides, the outsider gets killed off, and then they eliminate that populist. So they let the populist explosion happen early, and then they crush it. Be, and then, so, so basically people believe Sanders. They believe what Trump's saying. They don't care. Trump, he's, they're saying the big thing through all the media talking points for the last week has been, where is your policy positions and blah, blah, blah. None of the other candidates have released any policy positions hard to speak of, but they're demanding that Trump do it. Okay. He's not doing it. And guess what? People don't care. They like the fact he's not doing it. You know why? Because name me one presidential candidate that's ever fallen, followed through with any promises they made in a campaign just one promise yeah really zero it's never happened so why 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 roll out plans and policies it's like a beauty pageant you know it's it, it just there's nothing practical in the presentation it's not going to happen it's just it's, it. it's just it's a, dog, it's a dog jumping through hoops a dancing Patrick, bear Patrick, you're forgetting one thing <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is a conservative in the same way as Bernie Sanders is a conservative. The only conservative in this race is Rand Paul, a different kind of conservative. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you're right. Well, Bernie Sanders is the Ron Paul of the left. Okay, clearly. That, yeah, that was a meaningless bunch that of... That was a great... That was, a, that was, a, that was perfect. you, you got to work on the R's. The R's are where... That's the identifying uh, uh, hook on the Rand Paul. It's on the R's. It's if you, you got almost got the R, Jay. I, I heard a hint of greatness there. <laughs> you, you, if you can get that R, you've got that thing down cold. Well, I haven't done it in three years, so that was not bad off the spot. But uh, it's, it's R's. It's R. What's I don't. Name? I don't know, but he—that's his identifier. It's—it's it's the way he does his R. He—he he rolls the R at the end and curls it. You know, but he would say, he would say, Judge Napolitano. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of, would do that. Napolitano. He's got a bit of Nick Cage in him, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. A little They've bit. Of got, Bill Clinton too. Somebody in the chat mentioned that. Everyone's got Nick Cage and Bill Clinton in them. I mean, they're, they're the basis of everything, really. I mean, they're the genealogy of all men. Elvis, Bill Clinton, and uh, Nick Cage is the basis for all male voices. That's, that's why Nick Cage modeled everything he did after Elvis. So there you go. Oh, mm. there you go. Ah. So, so Rand Paul is, I think, pulling a sly one. I think Rand Paul is trying to channel Nick Cage a little bit and a little bit of Elvis, right? It, it that would seem that way. Which raises the question, who would Nick Cage vote for? Oh, Elvis. That's a good... Elvis. No, this is, that, that's, Daniels, you've touched on an interesting vein there. This is a, a good hypothetical little uh, exercise here. Who would Nick Cage vote for? Well, he's going to vote Democrat, right? Is that is that safe to I say? Think so. Or is he or is he one of those secret 
Hollywood conservatives. Okay, so let's let's find a secret Hollywood conservative. So who would uh, Bruce Willis vote for? Uh, the the Pauls. Yeah, He'd, I would for Paul. Yeah, you're right. You're uh, right. Kurt Russell pro- probably too. Kurt Russell. Okay, who's who else is a closet um, conservative in Hollywood? You've got John Voight. Who's John Voight? He's a kind of. He's he's going he'd go neocon so. Yeah yeah he no pro yeah so who he he would vote for Bush right Jeb. like yeah for Jeb Bush or Bush or Rubio yeah 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 I could see I could see him voting for Rubio. I mean Rubio was up there in the debates. Did you guys? What he looked like? He was about twenty eight. He really thought, did. He looked like one of the page boys. I thought, what are you doing up on the podium? So <laughs> can someone get that kid down? <laughs> Oh my gosh! My good friend in the chat, the Flash, says uh, Christy could play Fat Bastard in the next Austin Powers movie. <laughs> oh, he came across as nasty. Did you guys watch that? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I oh. saw. I saw a few clips of it. Uh, it's, it wasn't his policy ex- essentially? I'll fight terrorists by putting pot users in jail. It, something like that. He's basically trying to do the the Rudy Giuliani thing, and uh, that really got Giuliani a long way. As as you know, he. Uh, when 26 people showed up to his rally in Florida, he canceled the campaign a week later. But um, he, Giuliani was polling in, in the lead. You remember in 2008, he was ahead on 28% at this time on all polls. Okay, he was the candidate to beat. And he wasn't even in the running. I think he got less than 5% during the primaries. I mean, and he ran on a 9-11 platform i'm mr 911 i'll protect you from terrorism i have a, a track record and christie did the same thing and came across as a very mean spirited individual um, and an overweight one at that a fat bastard what about uh, tom well, selleck let's just say that's sorry uh, go ahead daniel and then i want to hear everyone's opinion uh, someone in the chat wants to know what you who you guys think tom selleck will vote for wait go ahead daniel well, i was just going to I'm just going to make the quick point about Christie is a lot of uh, the presidential thing is is all in appearance, and Christie doesn't have it. You know, he just looks like the fat guy at McDonald's. He, there's an, absolutely no way he can he can win on the the appearance contest, which is a central part of of the campaign. Yeah, and I can see Christie dropping the f bomb while he's campaigning to anybody that sort of defies him in the press. He's like swearing at them. Oh yeah, he would he would go uh, more guns blazing than Trump probably if he got mad enough. Dan, Dan, Nick Cage here. I have a question for you. All right, welcome Nick Cage to the boiler room. Thank you. Fire thank away. Which Paul do you think Nick Cage would vote for? Oh, Ron or Rand? Trick question, uh, RuPaul. Trick qu- RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul. <laughs> uh, you know what's really ironic there, Patrick? You mentioned that it's like a beauty pageant, and and who is it that is the mogul of beauty pageants? The oh, it's it's Donald Trump. Doesn't he own the Miss Universe pageant and a, a number of other ones? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, well, he's done all right with the uh, in the wife department. Well, second time, third time lucky, I think. But he's done all right. Yeah, I guess he can afford. Yeah, he's a beauty pageant mogul among among many moguls. Donald Trump has many mogul hats. Do you notice he wears a baseball cap a lot? And do you know why? That 
strange Ted Koppel hair looks unreal. Yeah, he only wears exactly Jay. He only wears it when he's outdoors and coming out of the helicopter. So, it, you know, you know what would happen if Donald Trump was not wearing the baseball cap. You know what would happen, right? The beaver pelt would leave his head. Yeah, squirrels would fly. <laughs> Take flight. <laughs> squirrels would fly and get caught up in the propeller, uh, the, the, the the propeller rotor of of the Trump helicopter. That would be get sliced up like a Benny Hanna advert you know <laughs> it's a horrible way to treat a squirrel yes the uh the PETA kids might get mad if they saw that happen definitely the rspcc would get traumatized but looking that'd be a really horrible say tom Selleck. who would tom Selleck vote for i'm thinking if i was tom Selleck, i would go for uh let me think. Does anyone have a mustache? I'd vote for Ted Danson. No, you'd write in. They, they'd write in for Jerry Brown. I swear to God, they'd write Jerry Brown in probably. Oh, please no. <laughs> so Car- Carly Fiorina. Okay, so so Fox. This is interesting, guys. What do you think about this? I mean, it's so easy to to take pot shots at Fox, but they announced that we're only accepting the top ten candidates of the uh, top collection of major polls uh, the Monday before the event. That's the cutoff. The top ten get in. Everyone else, I'm sorry. Then the polls come out. The top ten come in. Then they say, oh, we're going to have a a kids' table debate at 5 o'clock. So they had sort of a second-tier debate. And uh, the reason they had the second-tier debate is because Fox has an interest in promoting or they have a deal to promote at least one of those candidates that was in the second tier debate. Do you know who that is? I'm guessing her because I've seen her on Fox. Yep, you got it. Carly Fiorina, that Fox has a deal to promote her. Uh, so they have to basically raise her profile and get her up into the top ten. And that's one of the, their jobs for this stage in the election. Who's given Roger Ailes that orders? We don't know for sure. But you can kind of work out uh, that with regards to the Republicans... Because they've lost so badly the last two elections, the last three elections, last four elections, they they lost so badly in the presidential election that um, they need to have a plan A and a plan B, and maybe there's a plan C. So whatever, but I think Carly Fiorina is in the plan B as a running mate for a candidate. That's not plan A though. Plan A is something else, which I'm not sure what plan A is. But definitely Carly Fiorina is being groomed to fill the female VP position in order to basically mathematically shave female votes uh, off of the uh, Hillary Clinton campaign. That's assuming Hillary uh, gets the nomination. You know, she's got a, some rough rough ride ahead of her. I'll do you one better. That's assuming she's not in jail by the time the election comes around. I hear today they had to finally, well, I don't know, this is going to yield much. I kind of have a feeling. So so she had to turn in uh, her server hard drives and thumb disks and all this. And it's been, what, like more than almost two years since uh, since that was discovered. So I figure she probably had her use the clinton foundation money to hire the finest minds in silicon valley to 
do a deep scrub of all those hard drives so that none of the uh, Benghazi emails and uh, all the other stuff that's on there. Uh, today I even read something that led me to believe that she had um, high-level secret and maybe even top-secret like TSSCI sort of data uh, flowing through her you know, unclassified email, which is a huge, I mean, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's tantamount to, to treason as far as, you know, people that have those kind of clearances. Well, it, look, if you, if you work in a government department, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't, but I assume it's the same as if you work for a corp, if you work in a corporation and the, the company issues you something, whether it's a car, uh, a laptop, or uh, a, a portable hard drive. In other words, the company has contracts and they buy their computers, their thumb drives, their hard drives. They buy all these things for company business, for their employees. It's registered. This is the model you got. There's a requisition form. There's a paper trail. That's the computer you have. That's your thumb drive. That's your thing for business stuff. And then when you get fired or when you leave, you have to turn in your gear, right? So the same was with the government, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, the fact that she doesn't have that trail uh, with her servers, if I, I wouldn't do a deep scrub, Hesher, I would, I would just basically put the emails that I wanted to keep on a new server and restore the system dates back to whenever, and then turn that in. Is that isn't that isn't that if you were going to try to beat the system, isn't that what you would do? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's the way to go. I mean, we we have to assume that any any of that data is is long since been scrubbed. Yeah. So I don't think anything's going to happen to her. She'll take a few big punches. Uh, Fox will say she should be locked up. The other networks will say nothing. So public opinion will be kind of a wash on the issue, uh, and she'll sort of make it through. She might have to. You, what? You, here's the telltale thing. When the Democrats have their debate, which is going to be on uh, whenever, October, whatever, if Bernie Sanders doesn't lay into her with a knife and then push on this email issue, then you know that the fix is in, that Sanders is just there to make it look like a contest. Yeah, because it should be open season for someone like him. It's an open door. All you have to do is push it, 